What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Flyer Boys podcast. Coming to you from Happy Hour Studios. Episode number 15. Racking them up, boys. Racking them up. Seems like just yesterday. Wow. Rack them and stack them. Wow, 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 wow. Episode wow. 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, listen, I know we're coming to a little day later. Normally Tuesdays. Today's Thursday, but we'll go around the horn, check in with everybody, and see how everybody's doing. Blakus, what's, what's shaking, bud? Uh, fantastic. It's hot here in Missouri. Everyone knows that. And I think we, <laughs> we skip spring. Yeah. Am just I right? 68. <laughs> you are. Yeah, you are. For sure. Is that a sprinkler? No, it's not. It's not that humid. It's just hot. We didn't have any cool weather. <laughs> I think, Blake, you mentioned something. It was like last week, right? We were we had the fireplace and the heaters going yes. last week. Like a week. And now it's like. I mean, I tell you what. I, we got an email from our superintendent <laughs> groundskeeper at my country club. And the, the zoysia just is not waking up. Because it's a dormant grass. I mean, talk to me. <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> Cha-ching. Yeah. Love it. But yeah, it's the first podcast, actually, we haven't had to use the heaters. Yeah. And well. we just pounded 50 chicken wings with hot sauce all over them. <laughs> Everybody's so I was like, sweating. I was like, uh, Chad, I think your fan is not, it, it is actually off, yeah. and I'm sweating bolts now. I'm glad you said in wings. Because mm. it would have just been, we just pounded 50 chicks. Well, from Wingstop, of course. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Brett, <laughs> anything, uh, anything, anything shaking from you, Bretsky? No, he's always yeah, he's, he's 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 always good. Yeah. His country club is, uh, I tell you, not good. they had to cut some of it out and replant some. Uh, it just didn't do well this yeah. spring, which is you know he ta- and he has talked to other country clubs in the area, and they're all having the same issue. So yeah, you know, no, it's true. Everyone's for, having grass issues, whether it's your. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go yeah. next. I'm going to go next. Front board, Greg. I have to call this. We out. didn't have a good winner essentially, no. so that's why there's so many weeds. Even your, your if you didn't want, I can give you the number spring. for a guy. I got a. If you, I got if a you can't find too. any grass, is okay. his name Jose? Yeah, could be. Hey Zeus, this episode's off the rails already. Yeah. Hey, I want to bring this up because this came up in the text thread, but discussion um, pertinent to everybody here. Worst turkey season in what? Greg, 25 years. Tell me. Oh. I think the numbers, right? They're just 25 years. Yeah, worst harvest for the state of Missouri uh, in 25 years. And that's just when they started kind of counting. So it could have been the worst since, like, ever. Yeah, well, I, I would say that it yeah, was it awful. Sucked. I just, they weren't gobbling. I don't know if it was that, that deep freeze sucked. that we had. <laughs> Blake yeah. scared Blake. <laughs> yeah, you did. Blake just jumped up. I didn't have his shotgun on. <laughs> but, uh, Brett, anything else, though? We're gonna turn over to Greg here next, but anything else top of mind or? Well, we went to the week? ponies. Uh, uh, the oh pony yeah, races that's right. How Illinois. was it? How was it? It was fun. For, Had a uh, mint julep perms, that tasted right? terrible. Oh nice. Did you place any bets though? Yeah, You're a so betting I guy. Actually, won fifty bucks. Wow. Yeah. yeah so one fifty. Life for all one to, fifth of the ride to get out there. Altogether, though, I probably between all the beer I bought and drinks. I mean, I probably I probably spent fifty, but one fifty. So no, I probably spent a hundred. One fifty, so I spent 50, fifty bucks. Not bad. Yeah, that's a that's a that's good like time of the track. So math. walk away from that. Yeah, that's I'm really good at math. Dang. Yeah, I'm really yeah. good numbers. I think that's the hot sauce talking. Yeah. Gregor's over to you. Oh, you know, just uh, sweating my way through life. Um, I'm just honestly can't even think straight because I'm so excited to introduce. Uh, we have kind of a celebrity in here, mm-hmm. um, known for uh, famous due to the Missouri Bourbon Hunter. Uh, nice. We're bringing him Instagram. in now. Because yeah. I don't, I'm gonna do this or this. You know what I mean. Also known as yeah. the bear, but the bear. You don't want to see that side of him. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, so gay. 
He's Insta famous. He's a Insta. What, he's not. An Insta. He's an influencer. Yeah, he's definitely an influencer. He's definitely an influencer. Yeah. Well, I was gonna, what do they call it? Insta chicks. He's not an Insta chick. He's an intra dude. Uh, <laughs> he's an influencer. Cover model for um, what's that? Yeah. It's a magazine. Big old gay bear is what he is. Yeah. yeah. Is that the magazine? What's the magazine with like the gay guys that all have chest hair? GQ. Uh, bear. Playgirl. Bear. Yep. Bear, bear. magazine. <laughs> Let's welcome Josh Hendricks to Josh the podcast. Right, Come Josh. on all right, down. All right, all right. Thank you. What's going on, Mo Bourbon Hunter? It's welcome. Great. great to be here. Thank you. You don't, awesome. have, you don't have to hide your lisp. <laughs> <laughs> We're all among friends here. We are glad to have you on, dude. I know you are a, a traveling man and tough to get on the calendar, but man, we are tough so to glad man, to right. see you. And he's the guy who brought the 50 wings that were dialed in. Yeah, well done. Full yeah. plug. Flew back home just for this, boys. Where'd you come yeah. from? Current recipient of Janitor of the Year. Nash Vegas. Nash, Nash Vegas. Vegas. How long are you there for? Day and a half. You're a simple man, aren't you? Yep, in and out. <laughs> <laughs> she said. Anyway, so yeah, we usually uh, we like to get into it and then uh, bring our guest on, but we're running a little behind for technical reasons. So uh, Josh is going to hang out, do the news, and then we're going to get into... Mo Bourbon, Mo Bourbon Josh Talk. Oh, yeah. So uh, Josh chime Talk. in as you feel or also. Yeah. What's that show called? Showtime? Winning time. Winning time or I'll do Winning the fist time. or the open. Oh, yeah, you that's just, right. You let it run, baby. Yeah. Let it rip. But uh, I know you guys are all hit up a uh, Kentucky Derby party over the weekend. Yeah. Um, fun. Josh was there. Mo Burb. Yeah. Greg we're, was there. We were I at the there. tracks for a 40th birthday party. Now, I had never had a uh, mint julep. And you still haven't because I tasted the one you had. It was horrible. It, yeah. I've had they, one. They're supposed to have the bourbon derby. in it. At the Derby, you had one? Yeah. Was it good? Eh. Kind of sweet, right? right? I just got it just to get it. You get Kinda the little uh, commemorative. Yeah, I had to go it's back. It's like in the pimento uh, cheese sandwich at the Masters. I so. went back and said, give me a triple shot of Makers, and I kind of split it amongst the, the fellas there. So they're, so. Supposed to be, they're supposed to be crushed ice, oh. like packed down crushed ice because of how much bourbon you pour in there. And then you just oh. do a little simple syrup, a little you know, mint. Um, it's, they're normally they're, they're, no, they're supposed to be strong. The, the ones we part. got were literally like, lemonade. Continue. <laughs> and then, uh, Josh, do you know what is what the bourbon that's supposed to be served into in a mint julep? A bourbon? No, I know, but like the... Uh, do they have one? The is it some rye? Kentucky bourbon with a horse on it? No, I thought... Lexington I don't think bourbon. you'd put Blanton's in there, but... No, no. I, I can't remember. Rye. I thought there was a specific... Uh, it's probably just folklore, because they probably just give you the cheapest stuff. Blake lore. Well, exactly. Woodford Reserve is uh, known for their Kentucky Derby bottle. Uh, that so, makes sense. You know, they sponsor the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure if you go to the Kentucky Derby proper, maybe you're getting some Woodford. But if you go to Illinois and Dupo, which is about four people, all missing teeth, you're getting... Black Velvet Whiskey. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Good stuff. So who who besides Blake has been to Derby? I, I haven't. Negative. Anybody? Nobody else? I have. Yeah. You have? Yes. Back when I lived in Kentucky. Oh, that's right. 06. Oh, Did you have like, right. were you like in the fi- infield, like the party zone or? We Elizabeth Infield, but I came came into the, you know, where the, the all VIP. the festivities were. Yeah, nice. It was fun. Oh, nice. That would be cool. Did you get to see any celebrities? Yes, yeah, saw a few. It's been a while. I can't remember which celebrities, but. It was hammered. She was hot, though, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Your yeah. Year of Barbaro, I think, actually, if you remember that name. Barbaro. Oh, yeah. Barbaro. Oh, yeah. Barbaro. Yeah. Yeah. The one who was, had the, he broke the closest. His, he, bro- he broke his leg in the next race. Right. Or going for the triple crown, they right? Him, didn't they have to put him down because of that? Yep. Yep. That's a Speaking good of, memory. Are we going to talk about the horse race? 
Yeah, I wanted to get in the Kentucky Derby wow. uh, specifically. What a, um, what a race. What a race. Rich Strike. That was awesome. Who was yeah. an 80 to 1 odd. Second biggest long shot since 1913 when Donnerell won. Um, and let me guess. He was, I think, I'm going to guess like an 94 to 1. 90 to 1? Yeah. Did I just say that? No. Oh, I skipped over that. But um, yeah, the dude, the owner, Rich Dawson. Out of uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. Shout out Oklahoma. Uh, he bought him back in September for $30,000. Nice investment. He made one point eight, just in the Kentucky Derby earnings. And um, the news came out today that they, they are actually going to skip the Preakness and get prepared for the Belmont. Smart move. Yep. Did you guys stay the... Rest the legs. Did you guys stay the whole time to watch the main race? That's a negahatchy. No. It's like anything else. I'd like to leave, you know, around the seventh inning. <laughs> we had some uh, things we had to get done, and it was it was a long day. You know, we got out there at noonish, and you know, we left at like five. I didn't see any pitches. Did you get dappered up? Like Josh did. I know Josh did. Josh was dialed in. Yeah, he was on spot for the any... Kentucky Derby with his Hawaiian hat on. I didn't see any other pitchers besides Greg, like Big Perm. Big yeah, Big that Perm had the all white suit kicking. I saw it. He had like tennis shoes with the uh, bow tie thing going. It was it was pretty dialed in as well. Hey, he looked at the Maytech man. Yep. <laughs> he's getting ready to go. Like I told him, I go. You look at the Maytech man. He's getting ready to go fix so, my washing machine. I will say, I heard that some Vegas books, sport books, actually had the odds on that race for that horse at three hundred to one. Shit. So I mean, if you see that, like, I was going to say, do we have yeah. any? There's twenty horses in the race. Like, why wouldn't you just automatically go, go put like five bucks down on like the bottom five? Oh, there was that Fox Rich newscaster. Strike. She Rich put a bunch strike. of money on him. Uh, Shannon Bream, I think. Really? Yeah. How much she make? She didn't say how much. She just said they just put some money on the long shot. No and, way. Like, let's uh, say you do a hundred. Well, like, you might as well. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm googling the biggest payout. Do we know what it was? No. Uh, it was definitely know. Vegas because Greg's right there. Some of the books because. Uh, one of the horses couldn't run late, so this this horse got in like last minute. Yeah, it was, so it was like the first. Uh, I'm sure the uh, the bookies had no idea where this horse was because I think he had just ran maybe in Ohio a few weeks earlier. Yeah, my favorite place to run. Yeah, but while uh, Brett's looking this up, if you're interested in uh, if we had race or horses running the Kentucky Derby, what we would name them, you can check out episode four. Of our podcast where we discuss our names. Mine well, was the best. I'm sure most people listening have already, you know, listened to that several yeah. times. But um <laughs> how, any, did we pick up any new states, by the way. Mm, no countries. No. Uh no new countries. I don't think more no in those states, countries. More yeah. in those outside outside countries. More Russians. More UK. Yeah, I think we're in about twenty seven states right now, so not too bad. Yeah. Keeps growing though. China. Got any China? Uh, well, <laughs> there is. We're banned over there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's four uh, people listening in unknown countries, so it could be the uh, yeah North Korea and China. Yep. Yeah, probably uh, Hong Kong. Yeah, or the country of Taiwan. Yeah. That oh, too. Taiwan. Now we're banned. In China. Do you ever look up those yeah. odds? I'm trying to find them on the biggest winner. But you guys have to to the race though. Everyone's seen the YouTube videos. That was an awesome, awesome like, overview. It's, it's like, the most amazing. Yes, I mean, like Rich Strike. It's yeah, he's kept he, going. He turned on like the the Nas, like yeah. the, the nitrous. He's just like, all right, kick it, bink. And I'm sure they've done the test. They've done all the blood tests and all that, and you don't hear anything about it. So no, it that, was amazing to watch. That horse was biting really hard too. Biting really hard. Yeah. Does that mean he's on Adderall? Maybe. 
Has the test come back yet? That's the question. That I'm sure it has. Should be. I don't know dad on like the biggest they, payout. They test yeah. those suckers right afterwards and before, don't they? By the way, was Baffert there or was he still suspended? Anyone know? Uh, and he was I, supposed I to be suspended. Yeah, we talked about out. that. He was supposed to be out this one. His his suspension's released next week. Yeah. Yeah, my horse tube stake didn't make it, so. Yeah, Tube's neither did uh, Baguette. I just remembered that. Well, what That's other kind of news we got to talk about? It was a great Baguette race. Baguette with a B. Good with stuff. The, the good weekend. French Glad you boys had French. a good time out there. Uh, Fairmont, right? Fairmont, yeah. Fairmont, yeah. Well, it's called the FanDuel. Oh, sorry. FanDuel Raceway. But if you look it up on any of the map systems, it's it's still Fairmont. it says Fairmont. And then they'll yeah. take you the wrong way. Yeah. So don't trust the map quest. Didn't there used to be a theme song for the Fairmont? Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, it was, in the day? It was something in Fairmont, Fairmont Park. Park. That's cool when it's hot. That was it, wasn't it? It's cool when it's hot. That's Raging Rivers. Little plug Fairmount. The Fairmount Mount Park. Boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of hockey, Chad, if you want to give us a quick update where our Stanley Cup playoff stands, because Lord knows I haven't watched any of it. No, listen, we're all good. Listen, uh, we'll go recap. Greg Steinbrick picked Colorado to win the Cup. He is still a strong horse in this race. Colorado just swept the Nashville Predators. Greg is already cashed in. We already owe him $80. He is well on his way to the second round of the playoffs. Playing with house money. Love yeah. It. Uh, Mr. Blake picked yep. up the uh, New York Rangers. New York Rangers are still in an amazing battle. They picked up a huge win last night, 5-3. Yep. to three. Stayed up late for that. Yeah, they're, uh, I know you did. They're, they're, those guys are now a little behind, but it's a 3-2 race, but they're going back to New York, I believe. And uh, so Blake's still alive. And then we turn it over to Bretzky. The Toronto Maple Leafs. My Toronto Maple Leafs. They're looking really strong. Did they lose Everybody, tonight? To the uh, they were down one nothing before yep. we changed to the Blues game. We're watching yep. the Blues game. They're, uh, they were down a little bit to the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. But, I haven't uh, watched a hockey game all year. But now we got the Blues game going, and that's going to turn over to me. And my Blues are ready to close this one out against the uh, Minnesota Wild. Wait, did you yeah, take so, the Blues? Yeah, yeah I took the Blues. So this is a this yeah. is an elimination game for the Blues, right? If they win, they if win. If they win, we yeah. move on. We play. Guess what? But if they we play, lose, we play what? another, right? If we win, and when we do, we play Colorado. Okay, so this is our last Ooh. series. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cronky. it's best to yeah. You. Yeah, that's exactly. See, right. here's the thing. Here's why you never take the home team because if. If they lose, then you lose anyway, and you're sad anyway. You if they win, them. you're going to be happy regardless. That's Even a good lose, point, Greg. Like, I agree. Yeah, I, I just couldn't think of I anybody else that. I could sleep at night rooting for other than my Blues. But you're right. You're 100% correct. Mo, Bubber, uh, Josh, do you watch any Blues games in your home? Absolutely. Oh, really? I'm always on the uh, Bally's app. Okay. I've home heard horrible or traveling. I've heard horrible things yes. about the Bally's app. Can we app. talk about that? I've heard Let's talk about horrendous about things it's about important. the Bally's app. It's terrible. I heard it it's the worst terrible. thing in the world. It's almost like they're trying to lose money. It pauses literally four times a period. Really? So, 12 times a game. Where does that cost? I have someone's uh, okay, never login. Mind. So I just, I just, no, but I've heard, I've heard that it's Rewind. absolutely horrendous. And for a, a company, yeah. it's a, I don't know, Bally's. Billions. It's a, it's a part of Fox. No, I guess it's part I don't. They bought it from Fox. They bought it. Well, so, it's, it's a billion-dollar corporation. It's a billion-dollar right? corporation. And they have and an they app j- that doesn't work. They just came out and said they're going to. Do a subscription, twenty bucks a month. Who would? I don't know who would use it when it is active. You might as well just go get Charter. Absolutely, right. That's what I've been thinking about. Or Directv now. That's crazy. It's almost like a trying. That's unfortunate, man. Who wants to watch a sporting event and have it pause? Especially as the whole point for the app though is for it to work, right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's two thumbs down for yeah. No, but I've heard everyone everyone talk about it here in St. Louis about how bad the Bally's app is that it doesn't work. I wonder if it's just you need a higher like bandwidth because like 
I'm assuming if you're watching That's it, been the discussion. They're like, listen, like, I'm on Wi-Fi at my house. Oh, yeah. And then, I'm trying to use it. And, like, it's still, like, to your point, it doesn't work. And you got the Blues on there. you got the Cardinals on there. That's that's it, I guess, in St. Louis. But For the local. fact that that's the two biggest things in town. It doesn't and, work. It's it crazy. Doesn't work. Yeah. 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 Shut that down. That's what do you have, sure. Charter? Uh, I have DirecTV now with AT&T Fiber to oh, coming yeah. in the house. So what is this, the NHL app? No, this network? is ESPN. This is, this is DirecTV. No, but the, okay, the, Bally, the Bally's channel works oh, yeah, well Bally, okay. on yeah. Charter, yeah. just not on the app. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. uh, gotcha. Bally's, looks, if you're listening, you guys. Have you noticed you guys, you know, how, they how, come how quiet, how, you know, high quality they got to come is. through here? Yeah. yeah. When, when did you get the fiber, Chad? Uh, came with the house. Okay. God came bless. with the house. Yeah. God, came with the house. Oh, that's cool. They put they put it in the neighborhood early. Then I did go through all the. They dug up my yard. Oh, really? To put I, the fiber in, which I have now, but like, oh, yeah. Good. My, they picked my yard to actually put like one of the tubes into <laughs> and then like yeah. feed it all the way down like four other yards. And they, like, it rained and they had like, the, you know, they things have like treads Did on it. Did they clean it up though? They I mean, to, they like, just threw a couple, they threw a whole bunch of seed down eventually yeah, and straw. Yeah, and some straw. Yeah. And yeah. now that area has like this real thick grass that grows four times the speed of my, <laughs> the rest of my grass. It's a different color. Yeah, it's light yeah. green rather than the dark, beautiful but green. Luckily, my neighbor's yeah. yard got the, uh, got that treatment. So maybe ask the question: How much ground do I own underneath my house? I figured it would go to the close to the core of the earth, right? Like this is my property. <laughs> oh, so, man. you know, if if my is service she, sucks, I'm just gonna go, you know, start chopping into it and be like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, hey, uh, I gotta, I gotta cut in here because I was out at Greg's property today, which is. What? A blessing. Why were yes. you out there? Well, you were nice enough to let me put my trailer out there. Uh, I have to tell you a story. Uh, I pulled up to get into the property, and there's this giant cement truck right in front of the uh, gravel road to get in there. Mm-hmm. The guy to your right is putting in a new driveway. Yep. And uh, I think he only has one arm. Correct. And he mm-hmm. came oh, out, and yeah. he was like, hey, I just have a question. Like, are you guys planning on selling that land soon? Like, we're oh, really, great. all of us homeowners are really concerned about what's going to be developed behind this area. And I was oh, like, well, <laughs> I'm like, <clears throat> let me let me tell you what's going to happen. And yeah, the rumors are already out. And uh, Farms, he's like, Club. he was, first question. I was like, I, I came out to say, hey, can you move the cement truck so I could I get this trailer in here? I got to get get going. Super nice guy. And he's like, uh, we're all petrified and uh, about what's going to happen to that property back there. And if the, if your driveway is going to be the entrance to the new subdivision coming in, Gosh. And the deal is, is that he just built a new driveway. He, if you know, like the property, there's like a little bit of an easement of like yeah, gravel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or sorry, before the gravel happens, and his is coming up there, and he's like, "By the way, I'm, I had the HOA to approve to like do new cement in that area in the entrance of yours, not the gravel part, but tell him to cement the entire gravel part, and we'll talk." Yeah, he, he, you told he one like, person, and all seventy-five people now know about it. Oh, abs, a hundred percent. Super nice guy, by the way. He looks like he's been through some there. fires, and so he has some. Yeah, I like, his, I like his house. It's kind of the. He oh, he keeps, awesome it, he keeps it tight. He has totally enough. He has in. enough wood, like logs and chopped, to literally keep his house warm for probably six years. Like it's he's, he's got, got one arm. Who's chopping that wood? He is like he's always out there working. So it yeah, happened. Yeah. I I, I was like, man. oh, he's too young to be in like a war. Uh, it was a prop. Boat, Ooh, oh, boat prop, prop got it. Yep. Holy shit! Jeez. Okay. Well, he is very concerned. That's why he lives out. And the I woods. told him I was like, well, on the water. <laughs> I said they're getting 35, 35 uh, an acre, and he's like, well, well, the the house up the street are a couple hundred thousand or a hundred thousand for the acre, and I was like, I did. 
<laughs> the neighborhood up the street is one hundred sixty-five. Best developed though. That's for three acres yeah. of like yeah. There's there's water. There's gas. Yeah. Like, Even if you there. sold it, it would be speculative that there didn't anyone built there. New Mel could be like, yeah, eat, eat shit. You're not. We're not building anything here. Well, the, it would be the sale would be usually depending on if they would already go to the city with plans. I assume. Well, we can talk about this. Oh. Yeah, off air. But um, sorry, I didn't Greg, Greg didn't block. tell you guys though. I mean, I just inked a deal for a new distillery out there. Oh, nice. <laughs> True story. We want to get to this because we had, we had to properly introduce you as well as uh, how you got the name Mo Bourbon Hunter. But anything else in the news other Blake? I know we had a couple of things we were just going to try to hash out. Yeah. Um, I know we wanted to uh, get into some of the, the woke news of the week. Um, we talked about it before we got on, but uh, Netflix came out with a statement. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but oh, yes. tech, tech companies and... Disney, Netflix have been getting hammered lately. Um, so I'll pass that along to, to Greg to hit, it, hit us with the Netflix news yeah, of the week. Feel me. So this is a quote from the uh, the new memo sent out um, just about the kind of the – it was a culture memo to Netflix. And it said, entertaining the world is an amazing opportunity and also a challenge because viewers have very different tastes and points of view. So we offer a wide variety of TV shows and movies, some of which can be provocative. We support artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with. We let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus Netflix censoring specific artists and voices. Um, and then a little later on, they basically said, like, if this is something that you um, can can feel is harmful, then maybe Netflix isn't the place for you to work. So they're basically just, like, putting throwing the gauntlet down. Yeah. Probably because they lost, like, I think worldwide $600 million or something like that. 200 million um, in the United States viewers in the last quarter. Yeah. So a couple of them sit at this table. For sure. So they're way down. So this is probably their way of being like, you know what? Why are we listening to the very, very vocal, small minority of uh, people that are going to be offended by everything that comes out that they don't just, they don't agree with? And let's just kind of go back to like, listen, everyone has their big boy pants on here. If you don't like it, then turn it off. No one's making you watch this stuff. Yeah. Like, it's a great point. I think others will follow. We're starting to see that, but but it took them yeah. losing money, right? AKA corporate greed, AKA my stocks going down, AKA AKA they're we all are in this to make money. Up. So, yeah. uh oh. Well, Chappelle is probably you know they stuck with Chappelle. I'll give them that. Yeah. But I will say that like you know when you get like Rogan bagging on you and this and that, like you're talking about millions and millions of people. Oh yeah, that, people are done with that yep. shit, man. Well, Absolutely. And if they only knew how many people aren't psycho and we have jobs and lives, so we're not going to be out like screaming our heads off about this, but we're just going to be like, well, fine, then I'm not going to get that. Yeah, yeah, the rest of us are normal people going about our day, and we're not, we don't have blue or purple hair and going and protest at a Supreme Court house, yeah. house because of a leak. Yeah, Republicans buy shoes too, right? Jordan, That's Jordan, what Jordan had, said. had one right thing. They should let yeah. him uh, be on well, the board. Not lots of right things, but he was smart when he never got involved with the, the bullshit of politics and um, – Bless. Hopefully, companies like uh, Disney, Netflix, Twitter start start waking up, and I hope their stocks keep getting follow. hammered because it'll be a good buying opportunity later. Because those yeah. are big old. Anybody taking an Uber well. lately? They still requiring masks? No, they don't require masks. No, no, I, just, I was I, in Ubers this. Just had asked. They were like the last yes. ones. They I pulled it out. I think once when the all the masks, went, they kind yeah. of went with it. Uber when all and the mask mandates were still here and lifted. Uber was still. So now they got people that get into Ubers and they. The driver doesn't have a mask on, and so when they get to their destination, they'll literally say, like, I want my money back because, I, you know, I guess fat, unhealthy people take Ubers, too. They do. I'm but sure it's probably not fat, unhealthy people. It's probably the well skinny wackos that are like, oh, my yeah. God. Well, yeah. 
Shut yes. up. The kind that like walk their dog in the morning by themselves with a mask on. So the riders are saying they want their money back. Yeah, they're basically like after they took the ride, they're demanding the driver didn't have a mask on. The, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. Josh, you do more traveling than any of us. When was the last time uh, an Uber driver asked you to put a mask on? Do you have any idea? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. So Hawaii, actually yeah. Hawaii. Okay. <clears throat> so I, th- I feel like it's state by state, city by city, and yeah. Jan- that was January. Yeah. yeah. That was, I, mask was still in place. So. I'm mm-hmm. sure they still have that. Each driver has the prerogative if they want to just to sure. be like, listen, I need a mask on. We were in Miami in, I guess, February. And, uh, I mean, it got to the point where the driver would either say, you don't have to wear a mask, or I just wouldn't wear it and they didn't say shit to me. So We found a, uh, in the subdivision here, we go out all the time with the neighbors. We found an Uber driver. His name's Carl. Oh, and crazy Carl. He lives he's, here? He's no mask Carl to us. So, like, we now go around Uber. We've got his, you know. Cell phone number. We just text him like, "Hey, we got a group. We're going to a concert, whatever." And he's he's a beauty. He rode us through COVID. He probably drive you guys around the neighborhood. How hammered do you guys get? Yeah, that's true. Well, didn't Mark? Mark, my brother Mark had someone like that in Phoenix, didn't he? Like a guy. That yeah. Like, yeah, he had a guy. Yeah, you just meet a guy once, and I guarantee yeah. you, they're like, "Listen, I'll oh, give yeah. you the same amount of money, or maybe you know, whatever." Right, just Venmo me. That's but all he says. Yeah, you'll yeah. get the whole thing rather than me having to tip you on top of this. So we're both saving money. Yes, yep. some he Eastern European. He drove Uber and Lyft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anybody use Lyft more than Uber? I have used Lyft more recently because they were a little bit cheaper and more, and I had a better, um, easier, easier. The app was easier for me for whatever reason. Yeah, and actually, I think I've heard there's more drivers on Lyft because they don't want to deal with Uber anymore. Just yeah, from the Uber behind the scenes weirdo. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that's good to know. Woke. Hold your mic a little closer next time. But um, yeah. you're like got your whispery, sexy voice, and I don't need. It. Nah, there's a barking spider. Yeah, um, <laughs> whispering, sexy Rough. voice. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's just you can't yeah. get it close enough because you're manly beard over there and grizzly. That's yeah, big. speaking of Uber, um, I was curious what it's been a while since I asked, but what uh, what are you guys watching these days on the old telly, Netflix, Hulu, Spectrum, Charter, AT and T? All, all potential we, sponsors, by the way. Yeah. HBO yeah. Max, HBO Max, Showtime. Yeah, I'm in there. Uh, I'll go first. A couple shows that are hot for me, um, Mints. On, on HBO. Josh, you? Oh, sorry. Uh, Mints. Minx. 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 That would be Minx. 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 You said it. Well, he said well, Mints. I got interrupted. I was like, Minx. No, he said no, no, no. He said Mints. <laughs> he had mint Minx. juleps on his mind. Minx. I, I'm watching them Mints. What is it? Is that about more. like Play, Playgirl or something? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm being serious. Yeah. It's about a. It is. That it's been recent. And, uh, it's watching a show about Playgirl? Yeah. Called Minx. Yeah. He's pervert. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I love it. Is he, it good? And he gets her going. What are the gay shows you watching? Uh, <laughs> the other one I'm watching, uh, whole of course, I've been, I, I just finished F1. Oh, that's two, so good. Season four, like, wow. What's that on? Netflix. Uh, 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 yeah. That, that woke channel. We don't talk Netflix. about it anymore. Oh, God. My subscription's God, not canceled. Is, is it so good, it. though? It's so good. I love it, too. It's so good. That's that's my, that, yeah. Those yep. are my shows. Yep. Gretzky, what are you watching? Um, what's the one on HBO Max? I can't remember. Winning Time. Winning Time is really actually very good. Yeah. It's uh, great. The, great show. And then I'm finishing up Ozark. Yeah. Yeah, the new episodes came out. Well, I, I forgot Ozark existed because I, I didn't hear any promotion for it. I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, I think Ozark came out. She's like, no. And I looked, I'm like, oh, the whole season's out. Although, yeah. like, the first half of the season came out a while oh, ago. Oh. And then, like. Yeah, that's right. Okay. The so the rest of it's out? out okay. Like a week ago. Yeah, they did one through seven and then eight through 14. Got it, because I didn't realize that the first one dropped the half first half, and so I'm I'm I think I just finished episode five last night. 
Oh, you actually have the full season. So, wow. yeah. Yep. But yep. those are the two shows we're watching. And then uh, she watches Emily in Paris when we go to bed. And I kind of get caught watching that sometimes. It's a, it's a girly thing. But Well, I'm kind of watching the same thing as um, One Night in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That was a popular in 2003. I that think. sure was. It holds up. That's funny. Josh, what do you got going, guy? I've got uh, Winning Time. Love it. Showtime. Show. Showtime about the Lakers back in the 80s. Have either of oh. you guys watched it? John C. Riley. I heard. You have? Adrian well, It's Brody. not a documentary, but it's a drama, right? Yeah. I love anything that goes back in time like that because I've always thought that era was so cool. Like, like the, the number 70, one comedy like, back to the future. 60, 70, 80, 80, 80, 80, 79. The I year just, you were born. I was born. Yeah, I love 79. that stuff. So we need cameras. Yeah. And they do a really good job depicting it. And they're, they're always smoking heaters and got the old school cars and so the way they dress Johnson, and stuff. It's great. There's, there's two out now that are kind of about that Magic Johnson thing. So, yeah. If you know, go. Because I just read one article on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Winning Time is based on facts that have been told. And there's been some controversy around it because uh, West, uh, what Jerry. Jerry, Jerry West, West does not business. like how they portray him. I don't think it's right how they do it. And then Apple TV has an actual documentary on Magic Irvin Johnson, which is depicted from Magic and has all those folks in the interviews. Yeah, yeah. I think that one's kind of more like the Michael Jordan. Yes, where, yeah, last so. dance, yeah. I haven't watched the Magic one. Have you watched that on Apple? I have not watched it yet. Yeah, but they, uh, they do depict Jerry West as a cranky little psycho. bitch psycho and i think he was gonna sue netflix for his depiction but they're like it's just it's fantasy world or whatever we, we you know we had to go with the script but i don't i don't think it's right they should do that i don't agree with what they what they're doing i think it's bad because a lot of people will watch it and think that he's a really bad guy because they don't know anything about jerry west yeah a lot of f-bombs yes what is he gonna sue him for though it's not like it's gonna hurt he's not making any money still is he I think well it's his character though and his family's really upset def- about it too. defamation or something i actually agree with it i think it's really wrong what they're doing to him because it's based on, I can't remember the name. It's I, it's probably based on the book called Winning Time, but it's uh, Adam McKay, who's um, mm-hmm. him and Will Ferrell used to be partners in uh, what's their little. Uh, you mean John C. Riley? No, Adam McKay is the the director. Creator. What was the name of their sketch group? It was like Funny or Die. Yeah, Funny or Die. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah but he's in, right. he's the director creator of like Anchorman. Yeah. Um, Step Brothers makes sense. Why John C. Riley's? Uh, yeah, yeah. And Will Ferrell, who's awesome by the way, was mm-hmm. pissed about not getting that role, and so he, him, and Adam McKay broke up over it. Really? Wow. He wanted the. So they're not dating anymore. Like he broke up, like being like partners and oh yeah, and all that. I did stuff. actually hear that. Yeah, because well, he, he was wanted, Jackie Moon though. He can't be. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wanted uh, John C. Riley's role, and he's like, "Hey, you look nothing like him." Jerry West. Uh, Jerry Buss, where John C. Riley pulls off oh, Jerry Buss incredibly, almost exactly like. Yeah, he looks like him. Mannerisms, he can. Yeah, he pulls it off great. But yeah, so Will got pissed and said, "I'm out." Yeah, he kind of got butthurt over the whole thing because he's a huge sports fan, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lakers guy, Lakers guy. But yeah, Winning Time's great. Watch it's on HBO Max. Yeah, very good. I'm the watching. Other, go ahead. I was going to say the other one, the WeWork, the WeWork uh, show. Oh, that, that was called, good. Uh, not the documentary, documentary no. no, the actual show. What's yeah. yes. I can't think of the name. Uh, I don't know. Shoot. I know what you're talking about, though. It's, Is it on oh, HBO it's great. Max? We I mean, Corrupt or We Something. It's something like that. Like uh, See, That guy became like a billionaire, and I think they retracted all the money. Amazing uh, docu-series, yeah. I should say. Best way. Yeah, that's that a good one. It's uh, Jared Leto's the, the lead. Oh, We Crashed is the we name crashed. of the show. We yep, Crashed, yep. yeah. That's a great show. That's neat. 
Yeah. Um, Gregor? Well, I already binge-watched um, a little something called uh, Upload. Oh, yeah, good call. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm into that one now, too. And it was Thanks good. to Blake. Yeah. It, I mean, I will say that I laughed far harder and longer with you attempting to describe the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it was enjoyable. And then, honestly, like, since then, I really haven't like, gotten into any kind of series. I tried to start. There's like a semi like a you know what is a short series on the um three mile island mm-hmm. the n- nuclear um power plant issue there yeah in, in old pennsylvania uh i found it was best used for a nap inducing show it was like just great to have in the background um other than that i've been like watching old movies that i enjoyed in the past i just started interstellar last night and it was it was very relaxing i watched sing two today with my kids Oh, it's good. Did you yeah, pay for it? <laughs> it's really good. I think it's better than one. Yeah. Oh, it's for sure. Really yeah, the soundtrack's incredible. It's awesome. The music they had in that was like phenomenal. And what's her name sings a lot of those songs. Like those, the, the, it's like real Hollywood actresses and actors that are singing some of those. Um, yeah, the little porcupine. Um, she's a Black Widow in the Marvel series stuff. Sharice uh, Theron or Charisse. definitely not that. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, she sued um, for them. Really, Disney. Oh, Justin Bieber. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Yep, Scarlett. That's she it. sings. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow. And, yeah. Wow. She's porcupine. It was very good. Actually. And they got. I've Hal- never seen it. Halsey's the, um, the wolf's daughter. Yeah, that's the, her. Yeah, that's legit. She's a sings. I've never seen it before. You know who the koala is, right? Matthew McConaughey. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, kind of really? The yeah. Holy hell! I didn't know that. Star yeah. studded. Mr. Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you got it, Mr. Moon. Well, let's wow. turn things over here real quickly. Proper introduction for uh, the Moburn Hunter, Josh Hendricks. Josh, listen, I, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. But listen, tell us all a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you know this rambunctious crew. And uh, tell us a little bit about Mo Bourbon Hunter. Just lay it all out, bud. All right. It's great to be here, boys. Blue Thanks scored. Blue scored, by the Blue's way. Blue's just scored. Blue's just scored. What an intro for me. Blue's here just scored. Go. Take it away, Viper. All right. Yep. Well, you know, I'm from St. Louis, and I've known most of these boys around this table for a long, long time. Long time. Have you known the longest? Actually, it's Viper at the end of the table. That would be Chad. Chad, uh, second grade. Yep. Second grade. Known him since great. second grade. Wow, 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 wow. Followed up... Uh, by everybody else in the seventh grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Stewart's Se- came later. Seventh we, grade. The Stewart's came later. We moved from the lab to Missouri. I knew you before. That's I know? right. I knew you. I knew you maybe. before that from 20. Yeah, from, yeah, the Stewart's didn't come until the ninth grade. Your ninth grade, yeah. That's right. I late always bloomers. forget that. Late bloomers. But I've known everybody uh, since we were. Let's say we at, least, at least 25 years each. Yeah. Well, let's say 20. Mm-hmm. No, probably 25 is pretty accurate. Yeah, because yeah, you're. 39, so yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yep, so uh, born and raised in St. Louis, uh, moved out to the old PHX. That's right, baby. Lived there for 11 years and been back here for almost eight now. We've talked about you on the pod numerous times, and of course, the PHX comes up all the time about the Phoenix Open and the amazing hookups that you had out there with the waste management. Oh, man, uh, did you ever. Unbelievable, Josh. Seriously. I mean, it would be like every day we woke up, it's like, okay, you four are on 16, you four are at the Greenskeeper, you four are on the 18th. It was like, you just, you made the most of every trip, every time we were out there, man. Those so were great you. days, especially when I when I picked up that manila envelope full of tickets <laughs> from Tony Martinez. That's if he's right, listening Tony. out there, Tony Martinez was the man he's from still around doing his thing, he's, a you know? he's got his own thing now. He started really? his own business. 
Valet, him. valet trash Joe man. Levitt, babe. Joe Speaking Levitt, of which, yeah. you had the valet connection too, aside of yes. the waste management thing. Every time we pulled up to this event, we were we were parking next to the players. Yeah. Right. Right. That was my yeah, event. They like, picked the Phoenix head coach and then us. Like, what the hell? Yeah. They're like, Josh, that, come like, through. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Come ASU on coach. Come yeah. on. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse the mall manager over here. Let him through. Yeah, and that, here's your Jeep Cherokee, sir. And then there's like a Lambo behind us. Oh, some of the absolute <laughs> best times ever. I mean, I met I met the CEO. We were hanging with Detlo Shrimp and the CEO on 18. Yes. I'm like, that's Detlo Shrimp. Exactly. And just getting ham hocked. And everyone's just getting hammered. Yeah, it was yeah, it was an awesome. Fast, dude. Your your hookups will be infamously down to the books forever, man. Yeah. I tell people like I, I don't even tell you, like, where do you go? I'm like, uh, I said on sixteen one day, eighteen this day, this thing, that. I'm like, Viper's got the hookup. Oh yeah. Gotta take care of the boys. Yeah, bud. Yeah, so bourbon. Mo Let's bourbon. talk about the yeah, Mo bourbon. bourbon. Open it up, man. Yeah, and I don't know actually. Uh, obviously, you've been in bourbon for a while, but how did you kind of go down that line to being balls deep into it? Kind of what was that like? It, was it just kind of happened overnight, but mm-hmm. well, I probably I, wouldn't pay attention. I signed a contract with uh, Jack Daniels, actually. You know, janitorial contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for work. For work. Signed. Yeah, yeah not Mo Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you did. Uh, yeah, and I just started drinking it. Uh, I was all across Kentucky, traveling across Kentucky for work, and um, next thing I knew, there was a bourbon game going on, kind of like baseball trading cards. Yeah. Now, yeah. So, Jack, you're telling me that Jack Daniels is bourbon? No, they're actually whiskey. Exactly. EY. But he was in the, he was in right. the uh, realm of... There were some other uh, Every distilleries we were doing business with, too, as no. well. But... Uh, yeah, I was all around there. Tennessee, Kentucky, you know, Kentucky, home of bourbon. So, What would you estimate your uh, bottle collection at now, number-wise, not value-wise? Number of bottles? Mm, I got to do inventory, but probably... Give me a range, you know. I'm not looking what does your trouble. wife think it's at? <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you, it's probably around 275. That's bottles? It. Bottles. Yeah. Yeah. The wife um, probably thought it was at... 50 <laughs> until she took a couple bottles downstairs the other day. That, that. Uh-oh. Oh. So how comfortable is your couch? Sleeping there anyway. Well, you know, it's got a good indentation of my ass now, but I mean, it's good. <laughs> so let, like, let's, let's fast forward a little bit. So you get this contract, you're getting into bourbon, you're traveling down there all the time. You start the Instagram. Tell us how it, it, it exploded. You, you, obviously have a presence in this whole influencer around bourbon. Well, I was still traveling a little bit in the beginning of COVID basically. So, um, you know, COVID, it was my hobby that I picked up, started taking pictures, drinking all day. How can I monetize this thing somehow? We all did. (laughs) How can you monetize it? Yeah. Might as well take pictures. Well, there's no money in being a bourbon influencer. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> how many? You, you might get how many a, followers. Uh, you, have? you might get some insider information on where to get a bottle, though, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, we definitely have uh, created some great friendships, some good connections. And, um, and you yeah. created like your own organization, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm a co-founder of the Gateway City Whiskey Society, and nice. we now have 150 paying members. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. That's dope. From uh, zero to 150. That's cool. And tell people that don't know a lot about bourbon, but one of the holy grails is the opportunity to be selected by some of these bourbon manufacturers to go down and actually pick a special bottle. So walk us through that. Just kind of give everybody, the listeners, doesn't know much about bourbon. How about how special it is to 
to do that. So yeah, so one of my really good friends that I've I've met along the way is a retailer across the uh, plug river. Yep. Throw his name out yep. there. Let's plug Le- him. Lebanon Wine and Spirits, Bobby Battelle. He also owns Glenmart BP. There's a liquor store in a BP gas station. It's phenomenal. Love Great it. selection. And that's um, in Illinois. That is in Just Illinois. Yep. yep. So became friends with him and a couple other guys over in Illinois. That's how uh, we actually connected through Instagram. And we decided one day, let's start a whiskey society. And from there, we started doing barrel picks. And you got to have a retailer to be able to do that, get the invite. So my first barrel pick that I did, that's when you go out to a distillery and you get to drink straight from the barrel. Yeah, that's and amazing. Probably we drank from 15 barrels that day at, Star, company, at what, Starlight. Okay. What Starlight oh, Distillery yeah. in uh, what, Starlight, Indiana. I remember that. That was the Golden Eye pick, right? And the Indiana Jones Indiana. and the Transformer that's pick right. were the first okay, two. Okay, that's right. So when you tap a barrel, what is that called? Like, what, what's the... The part where the barrel, where the, the booze comes out of, what is it called? Do you know? The bunghole. Ooh. Is it really? True he's, story. He's Absolutely. Good. He's good. That's why he's the Mo Bourbon Hunter. Yeah, so now we've probably, I, I don't have the exact count, but I've probably done 20 barrel picks over the last two years. Been very fortunate. What a lot of people th- never do a barrel pick. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been drinking bourbon for probably at least 12, 12 hours. Years. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> 12 years, I've never, I buy them, but I've never gotten to go pick, so that's awesome. That's a, that is a special deal, especially, I, you agree, that when you do it with a bunch of guys that are as passionate as you are about bourbon, it makes it even more special. So, like, let's talk about that, though. What goes on? Like, you're, just, you're not just sipping stuff out of there, but you are, but, like, talk about the process of what you guys are doing to develop the, what's, what, how you guys end up with, Barrel 122 or whatever. Well, it's really turned into kind of the wine scene almost. I mean, you're you're there getting the getting the nose, getting the palate, getting the finish of the bourbon. So when you go out there and you taste, you're 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 trying to smell it, taste it, and then feel the burn or whatever you're feeling afterwards. The finish is just phenomenal. You're doing that in 15 barrels or so. Jeez. So, um, trying what's, to yeah. Now, have you ever gone How do you from six sober? to yeah. midnight <laughs> after a first sip? Have I ever gone to six to midnight? Yeah, have you ever gone from six to midnight? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I have. I don't know. Well, you're miss- <laughs> Tell me this. Josh, what was your favorite six one? Six to midnight. Do you not get it, guys? Yeah, I Greg's it. looking like, huh? Tell me, what was your favorite Josh one? <laughs> Tell me your favorite place you got to go to, favorite, you know, uh, barrel pick. Favorite barrel pick, Buffalo Trace. Yeah. I, I went you, to Buffalo Trace, which Ever is obviously the Tater Holy Grail. Distillery, Holy the Holy Grail. Grail. Yeah. What were you guys picking? Uh, Weller Old Antique uh, 107. I, I don't think I've gotten that barrel. It's the red oh, label. Own, you guys did your own thing with Weller? Where's the bottle at? Yes. Holy shit. Where's the cool. bottle? In my basement. I don't have any. Got to come visit the speakeasy. You got to sign up and join the how club. How many barrels? I am in the how club. Many, how many bottles come out of a barrel? It just ranges depending on the proof, but anywhere from the angels' chair, one sixty to two hundred on, like a, a starlight barrel. Sometimes only a hundred, sometimes only eighty, because it's you know such a high proof. Yeah, what's uh, it cost you guys? Any well, Bobby that? Bobby uh, takes care of that, and oh, then he okay. sells sell it for it retail. Store. But any barrel probably is going to cost anywhere around twelve to sixteen grand for a barrel. Oh shit! You get a bottle, you get one bottle of it. No, I get a little, little bit more. Okay, yeah, cool. Because so, I help pick it. So we invite you on here, and you don't bring the antique 
No, oh. he brought. I'm sure he brought it. Did, yeah, you did. It's right? his car. Here. No, uh, no. What I did didn't. you bring? No, tonight, Josh. You guys have an antique pick. I didn't even see that yeah, on we social have, media. Yeah. So you are part of the whiskey society. You I am. should. I just. I, I, I have a question. How many bottles does he get to sell at his oh, retail center of that of that Weller? All of them. Except I know, but how many? I bottles think he are got there? probably 160 ish of that. Of that he sells one. it for retail. So he's, okay. he doesn't put it on the shelf. Though. I mean, he, oh, yeah, yeah, you don't put yeah. 107 on a store yeah. pick on a shelf. That's he sells it like an aftermarket. So yeah, that's a good He'll point. No, no, he sells retail. He's let's, he's good at that. Let's talk about this because this is another thing that's very important for people that are bourbon. And a lot of people that are searching, and there's new people in the bourbon, like, let's talk about this secondary market, what's going on, why the hype, and maybe you can explain a little bit to everybody who he's either thought about it or tasted a Blanton's at one point in their life. is like, why can't I find this on the shelf? So what can you what can you Orders. share? Yeah, good question. Well, it's because uh, people go out, buy it off the shelf, as many as possible. There was no limit, and then they go and resell it on the secondary market. And what's um, the secondary market? Just to explain. Lazy that. rich people. The, the secondary market for like, let's just say somebody can buy a Blands for sixty five at retail. They're going to go out there and sell it for a hundred. Um, it's it's literally like baseball card trading, like we yeah, know when yeah. we grow grew up. So if you have somebody like uh, somebody that just started following you or any of the bourbon guys um, on social media, like what are some tips that you would give give them to be able to actually secure good bottles? relationships it's all about relationships so you go like and sales yeah it you, is you go and you go and create a relationship and you don't go and ask for blantons you go and buy their best store picks you go and buy you know some of their other good middle of the run stuff you know and the funny thing about buffalo trace is for these retailers the more fireball they sell the more Isn't buffalo trace allocated stuff they get so, so like is it is it is there any legality to like a distributor not putting bottles on the shelf, or do the the, the bourbon makers are they loving that? They're just like, yeah, we love this whole secondary thing because we know that we're going to sell every single bottle in a heartbeat. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that I just don't know about, but you know, of certain people holding back for Wait. certain retailers and giving it, you know. But you, you, Josh, you and I got to experience because you and I have done some little hunting ourselves back in the day, and you agree across state. The lines, places we- that sell all the fireball that like you're talking about get a prioritization, and where are those places the best at? College towns, right? Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. and I have scored some serious good bottles where college towns those kids aren't looking for premium high-end bourbon can't afford that shit they want the fireball they spend all their money on the roofies they don't need good booze right so is that why the college towns get those bottles because of the fireball situation maybe probably i'm sure sure it is they love fireball who makes fireball jack they're canadian i don't know who's a distributor though sazerac owns Uh, fireball sazerac owns buffalo trace sazerac has her own i believe rye i'm hoping i'm not speaking out of so turn, if you're, even it? if you're just getting into it, can you go build a relationship at your local grocery store? Do they get good shit? Yeah, actually, that's where that's where I started uh, at one of the Deerbergs here. Mm-hmm. Met the liquor manager, and they don't put it out on the shelf, but it's in the back. Yep. What about your Schnooks connection too? Yep. There's there's a there's same yeah. at Schnooks, yep. same at any grocery store. Yep. When Greg and I were in there. Montana, that uh, uh, Pappy you just scored was from Gay, was it not? Yes. Yep. Gay? She's a beauty. Gay as the uh, cooking school oh. instructor at instructor Schnucks. over at Schnucks. Yep. So it's a 
it's essentially a grocery store for everyone that doesn't live where there's Deerbrooks and Schnucks, just to clarify. It's basically just go in there, spend some money, start talking to these guys, yeah. and next thing you know, you might be able to get something. It's all about relationships and how much you're spending and, and, that's that, you're, the, and that you're true. not reselling it either. Well, that's the thing. That's why the secondary market is there, because for a lot of people like me, if I want a nice bottle for a gift for somebody, I'm not going to get it for myself, but like I'll pay an extra money because I don't want to go in and have to spend money on all this other booze that I may or may not going to drink so that I can finally start getting the booze that I do want. You know, it's like yep. that's that's a lot of work. It's a lot of time and energy to put in there or, you know, driving all across the state or like waiting in line and this and that. A lot of people just want the bottle. I mean, there's people you can call. You're just like, how much for this bottle? Retail, it's, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks. Fine. I'm only going to buy one bottle. It's worth paying people twice. People will pay it. Yep. yep. People will pay it. Now, are they running into uh, any supply chain issues uh, in the booze bourbon market or is it? That's still firing in all cylinders. Oh, local no, supply, ab- absolutely. It? That's that's part of the they, they can't produce as much as everybody wants the the demand for it. But it's not a supply chain thing. It's, it's not a Biden like, issue. It's uh, too much demand. No, yeah, too yeah, much. A lot of demand and uh, yeah. can't build rick houses fast enough. You know, it takes four years for a bourbon to. Right. Yeah, bourbon's exploded yeah. like the last couple of years. All right, I'm going to put you totally on the spot, and this is the question that you know is coming. Favorite bourbon? Like mm. I'm just going to. Put you right there in the crosshairs. If mm. there's one thing like you're asking go, your favorite child, like I know, I know, it's it's on the I said it's on the crosshairs, but just tell. Can me I that. tighten up that question a little bit? Yeah, that's fair. Oh, enough. everyone likes them tighter. All right, so <laughs> favorite bourbon, but it's also the bourbon. Maybe that it's the only thing you can drink the rest of your life. Would that tighten it up a little bit more? Ooh. Yeah, it's the last one you got to drink for the rest of your life. I mean, it could be a two-parter. That's a two-parter. Right, just like, let's make, it, me, let's like, make it a three-parter. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, here we go. Favorite everyday bourbon. We all want a three-way. Okay. All right. That's fair, yeah. Start there. And then it can be like... On the shelf. You can find it any place. Else. That's a good question, Greg. Well, not that you can find it, but just like if you could drink it, like your everyday, like sipper. Like you don't want to go through... You're not going to open a Pappy's up when you get yeah. home. Um, we've done this before, kind of. Like, And then like the, like the Golden Goose egg bourbon. Like, like the man, I love it. And I drink it every day, but there's no way I can. Give me those two. I really love E.H. Uh, e. Taylor, Colonel E.H. Taylor small batch. Yes. Uh, it's not easy to find, but it's a Buffalo Trace product. It's a bottle and bond, 100 proof. It's a great everyday pour. I would say that's my favorite. It's hard to pick an everyday pour because I have 200 plus bottles and I don't drink the same thing every day. But best bottle, problems. best yeah. bottle, if I could find... You just open it up and you popped it. Oh, like, it would be. It's crap. amazing. Shower. William LaRue Weller Buffalo Antique Collection. Wow. Amazing. Wow, wow, William wow. LaRue Weller. Yeah. Oh, this is, so this is, is the there one a certain that's hard year? to find. Tell You're me right, about the proof. Phenomenal. Yeah, tell me the, about the proof. You're like, because they always come out in a different proof. If I'm not mistaken, so right? uh, Buffalo Antique Collection, also known as B-Tech, yep. comes out once a year. And they have a line of now four different, you know, it's like the higher proof of Weller, yep. Weller, William Lurie Weller's the higher proof, the better, a longer aged bourbon of Weller. There's one for actually Sazerac Rye. There's one for George T. Stagg. There used to be George T. Stagg's no longer. Um, Eagle wait, Rare 17, wait, the bottle no you shared with like, us. It's just this year. No, they, they've moved they're, to they're just, just Stagg. They're just gonna so stick, no more Stagg Jr., no more George T. Stagg. It's just Stagg. But, so those um, are some, those are some. Yeah, so William LaRue Weller, I got I got that bottle this year. It was 125 proof, probably aged over 10 years. Wow. Amazing. Last year's was like 130 proof. Can I ask how you found it? 
uh, relationships. There you go. Yep. Back to the foundation. The so does someone call you and go, hey, I got this, and you're like, I'll be there in two minutes? Or No, it was more like, hey, thanks for your support over this year. What bottle do you want? Oh, nice. What's the best bottle you found on a shelf? Oh, this is a great story. Mm. Good questions. Great question. Uh, Pappy Van Winkle, so um, lot B. <laughs> I walked into this liquor store in Clarksville. This is a great Tennessee. Story. Oh, I love it. Eight o'clock at night, roughly, and I'm like, I'm just going to pop in here, and I walk around the shelf, and on the shelf it says Eagle Rare, spot for Eagle Rare, spot for E.H. Taylor. It wasn't on there, so I go up and ask the guy. His husband and wife was working behind the the counter, and I said, hey, do you happen to have any of that E.H. Taylor in the back? He's like, hey, come come on back here. Follow, follow me back here. I'll, I'll look. Yeah, come back here. So I go back there, and laying on the floor, he's like, is this what you're looking for? I'm like, yeah, that's E.H. Taylor. It was actually single barrel, not small batch. I'll, ta- I'll take that. That's even better. There was a the case way, of Weller 12 on the floor. I said, hey, can, can I get one of those Weller 12s? And he goes, you can have whatever you want. Oh, my gosh. Bum, 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 bum. So then I see the red foil sticking out of sticking out of one of the boxes, and I'm like, what's, what's that right there? And he said, oh, I think that's what you wanted, the E.H. Taylor. I said, no, I think that's different. And he pulled it out. It's the Lot B Van Winkle 12-year. Wow. And I said, can I have that? He goes, if it rings up, you can have it. So, so you we, got a Pappy, a Weller, and an E.H.T. Not small batch, but single barrel, which is even more rare. Single barrel. So single barrel. Like and this was you the walked owner? out and how no, hard this was, were you? This oh. was the night uh, oh night sh- the night shift. The night shift. Oh boy. Um so we go up to the counter. He rings up the EH Taylor single barrel, eighty nine ninety nine, which isn't bad. I mean it's probably higher than a little bit higher than retail, but eighty nine I'm like, you okay, take I'll it do that. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that rings up. He rings up the Weller. 12. Well, her 12 rings up as $49.99. Oh, my gosh. You're loving it. It's a $240 bottle on the secondary market. He rings up the Lot B, and it rings up as $49.99. Oh, oh my God. I was like... Which is what on the secondary? A thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Retail probably is $129 for that. That's a little ROI It's about $10 per year of age is kind of how you could estimate what a bourbon should cost. I don't know. Brett, so it's 12 what, what, years. What bottle did he bring tonight, Brett? What, the, what bottle did he bring? Uh, well, I'll, t- I'll yeah. tell you here in a minute. Yeah. Um, but we'll the funny part quick. was I said, well, yeah. hey, could I get one more Weller 12? You know, I started to get a little greedy. Yeah. He's like, I got you. Come on back. And then I also noticed there was a old Rip Van Winkle back there, which is 10-year pappy. And he Grab me a bottle of that. He comes up, rings up the Weller 12, and then he rings up the the old Rip Van Winkle, and it, no price. He's like, yes. it's not coming in. It's not in the system. And he tried it again. Not in the system. He goes, I got you. I'm just call. I'll call my boss real quick. Call yeah. my boss, and he oh, turns around gosh. to grab his cell phone, and I go, it's late. Do not bother him. I'm good. Don't worry about it. Nice He's like, you, call, you, are you sure? I'm said, yeah, do not bother him. I'll be back All right. tomorrow. All right. <laughs> you just come back tomorrow. I'm sure he'll take care of you. Oh, God. Did you dare it. go back the next day? I did not, but one of my friends had somebody going through the same town the next day, and she went in to buy a Weller 12. She asked for the Weller 12, said, hey, can I get a Weller 12? She And the guy goes, 
okay, I can sell you one, but you should have been here last night. This this guy made off with like <laughs> we we lost like a thousand dollars last night. Oh my god. I kid you not that it was actually said. Oh my gosh, the infamous Mo Bourbon. I mean, the moral went, story. To be you a fly on the wall wow. when he walked into his Hunted. office and he's like, "What? Happened? Where's the pappy? And Where's the weather?" Yeah, you oh. need to get a sticker to just slap on the back window when you walk out with that kind of stuff. Oh You'd be like, gosh, shit, "You've man. been had by." Yes. Mo and his owner came the next day. He's like, "Where's the red wrapper?" Oh my god, that's amazing. He's reconciling his receipts. He's yeah. like, "Holy sh!" But they entered it wrong, right? Like that's their own fault. Like, yeah, I mean, they probably had the retail price from oh, like six years ago. But no, that's that's probably my best hunting story. I'm I'm, I'm also part of this group called the Bourbon Wranglers. They call me El Matador. Ooh. So that was definitely an El Matador moment. For Spanish me. for wow. the Matador. That's cool. <laughs> Viper, that's a great story, man. What man. about the best one you've actually found on the shelf? No going to the back room or anything like that. Like, well, just like well, the first bottle I ever found on the shelf was a Blanton's and a Weller Twelve, and in a liquor store can't in find Illinois. That. You can't find that shit anywhere around here. Like five years ago, you could go to any store and buy a Blanton's, right? Yes, oh. it used to sit on the shelves. Yes, yeah. and so did Bappy. You sit yeah. on the shelves. I used yeah. to and back in the day so when I was drinking choice. bourbon twelve yeah. years ago. It was yeah, now Eagle Rare like, all yeah. day long, Blanton's all day long. I. I I have countless pictures of text messages to you guys of these bottles. And people are like, I don't, this is where I was going through. Like I went from scotch to bourbon. Mm -hmm. I say about literally from about 12 years ago from today and was drinking it. And of course I had an employee who worked for me, whose husband owned a liquor store and a winery. And he just gave it to me. He's the guy who gave me my ER 17. The one that we uh, popped open when I moved here, Viper. When Dallas Eagle Rare. That was an amazing I mean, bottle. Like, amazing bottle, too. He just, I mean, Eagle Rare, Eagle Rare, Blanton's, I mean, like anything. Eagle Rare was, was 30 bucks, right? Yeah, uh, 32. 32. Like 39 bucks, I think, is what I was paying. Chad and I found it all over Kansas when we went up to Colorado yep. on that 17-hour drive. I thought you couldn't have bought it then and driven it back because it had been bootlegged. That was a good score, Viper. We, ha- we had so many bottles. Oh, we're like, did buy we got to bring them into the hotel room. This is one day, only one day of searching. We had so many bottles. I'm like, it was, we we had to we had to move a desk, didn't we? We had to move furniture. Thirty to, bottles, I think, on yeah, the first the trip. the first day, and I was like, dude, yeah, I, I cannot. Pictures. I can't. We're so, gonna go out and hunt the next day. Chad, how much did you make off that? Did you sell it all, or you? Just... I I do not sell bottles. <laughs> I drink them and share them. Never sold a bottle this day. Drink them to this and day. Share Greg and I were in um, Montana. What was that little town we were in? The the mining town, uh, Butte. Yeah, and we went in the liquor store because Josh wanted us to stop into places and look. Yeah, and they've got stuff, but I was talking to the guy, and uh, I found us some Buffalo Trace. I kind of got excited about, and but he, he had one point seven five, right? Yeah, it was it was normal price, but uh, he was like, "I got a bottle of Old Forester birthday cake." I'm like, "I've had that before." I'm like, "How much?" He's like, five. I'm like, five hundred. He goes, five hundred. I'm like. Oh, thanks. I mean, I don't, what's the, what's the retail on the old? So since day? that, when when did you that guys the, go? How we m- went there in uh, December of 2021. Yep. So yeah, that it would have appreciated by two hundred dollars since then. So it's probably se- so five hundred bucks bra- retail seven, was legit. Seven, no, 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 no. Because he was trying retail to sell five hundred. Is about probably one hundred and twenty. Oh, he was trying to sell it to us for five hundred dollars. Yeah, the, they tra- people up, can still do it's that. Like retailers well, I still yeah, selling. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I just yeah. didn't know if like most retailers are going to do that. Trying to take advantage of some travelers. Right. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, I'm well, good, they do. Man. Josh, tell them about that. That's like, why you have a lot of state-controlled liquor stores now, because of those retailers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, Josh and I have been at bourbon hunting, and we've seen bottles that are worth like $60, and this guy's asking like $290, and you're like, are you 
you seriously shitting yourself? Like, he'll sell to somebody. Biden plays. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I could buy it secondary for one fifty. You're asking two eighty because he'll get it because some guy will get excited who has maybe some money. Well, that's what they goes, do. That like, cares. So let's yeah, Josh, you brought something here. I have to ask. Like this oh, yeah. looks Tell us what shiny doing, and delicious. I thought this was good and unique for a hot summer day, even though it's not summer here. Yeah. Um, Eighty-eight proof. It's called Kupu. Kupu, I think, if I'm uh, pronouncing that right, a Hawaiian name, K-U-P-U, Kupu. Spirits. Kapu. 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 You're looking at it's me. It's a Hawaiian I, bourbon? I don't. Well, I thought well, you were a, a fluent in Hawaiianese. So, no. Kapu. Kapu. Yeah, it, I mean, there's no A, but yes. Well, anyway, this what's, what's unique about yeah. this is it's uh, distilled yeah. over in Hawaii and produced by the parent company, Maui Brewing Company. Ooh, I like their beers. Yeah, I've heard about them. Delicious. Great the Longboard and those guys and yeah. Kona? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, n- no, not it's not Kona. Not Kona. Kona Ice. Kona. Kona is Kona Brewing, but Maui Brewing. Um, oh, Maui Brewing. Sorry, Maui sorry. Brewing. Maui. I, I thought you said Kona. And Josh, real quickly, just about. tell everybody like, what is it? Zane what is a a drink or a distilled oh, okay. drink? What is required to be able to call it bourbon, though? Because that that's a very big distinction between yeah. Greg, Greg talked about earlier about like Jack Daniels. That's that's a whiskey. A Jim mm-hmm. Beam, maybe you need to kill you know, Virgin. Like, let's. Let's well, real quick, tell us, tell us about the body, bro. Right. Like, yeah, so this the- was cool. This was actually given to me. Uh, my friend's brother-in-law owns uh, Maui Brewing Company, and we got a private tour in the back, and um, they gifted this to me. Really nice. So it's actually a whiskey. It's not a bourbon, which means that it's this is probably aged less. It's aged less than four years. It's probably a three, two, two-and-a-half to three-year bourbon. Not uh, bourbon. What, it's not bourbon. Uh, yeah, Truth sorry, theory. whiskey. Yeah. I'm it's so okay. used to saying that. But um, okay. what's unique about this, I thought, was they actually, their rick houses are built into the mountainside over in Hawaii. Now, that's freaking sweet. They, Nobody else can say that. It they tastes actually, like a hot bourbon. Or it, smel- or it sounds like a hot bourbon. It's not. It's real fruity. It's really nice. No, I mean, for a hot day. Oh, sorry. yes, yes. Not gotcha. Volcanic. Yes, not volcanic, but you know the, what they off the rails. these rick houses they they say are former bunkers from World War II actually. Yeah, really. Yep, Pearl Harbor. So yep. you're gonna pour that's some when we of that took first, over Hawaii, right? Yes, I'll pour definitely some. pour somewhere. I'll pass the bottle and we. All right. Know, I want I want to hear Chad. You taste it and give your tasting notes, and then Josh. That's fair. I want you to dispute anything that you don't agree with. All right, we're going to take a two-second break. We'll be right back with the Mo Bourbon Hunter for some more bourbon tasting. All right, we're back here with the Mo Bourbon Hunter. Talk to us, buddy. We're getting ready. We've moved locations. We're in the tasting room now. We are. Mm -hmm. We're in the tasting room, in the vault. It's cold and cool down here. Viper, tell us what we're drinking and what we're going to do here. I think you guys talked about something we're going to do. Go around the horn. Kupu, Kupu whiskey. Kupu from Hawaii. Whiskey from Hawaii. It's 88, oh, 88 proof. Alcohol content, 44%. So to get the proof, you obviously double the alcohol. So in this case, content. when they when they open the bunghole, the, the kupu comes out. Yes. Okay, so Brett Distilled is literally spit in, uh, it back into the cup. It's uh, And is coughing. Oh, my gosh. And now it's Brett, going down his okay? face. He already drank it. He's... He's gunzo. Eyes are closed. He's wincing. He's drinking his beer. So, to wash Josh, it. tell us the so, proper way to taste bourbon. Let's so, taste. really, we yeah. should be. Listen. I mean, you could taste it however Back you want. My uh, what I say, <laughs> and first, acid. first, I will say there's no 
right or wrong answer. It's to each their own when it comes to bourbon. What okay. you smell, what you taste, it's you. Keep what, it how, what you like. Any open flame. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 On fire. You could set it on fire, but you know, I like to drink from a Glen Karen glass, uh, which Chad is drinking from. I'm actually drinking from a yellow uh, solo, solo cup, cup well, which is I've great too. It's perfect. You to be more I of a Karen have, than Chad. I have. Uh, I got Karens to go around all day, but it's classy. Thanks, right. great host. Uh, Mother of God, just drink from the freaking barrel. Will so you? first, before you, be, yeah. you know, you may want yeah, to like. I tried s- to do Greg and just kind of swirl it. a little, swirl little bit around? and then yep. and swirl then around. Give, Give a little smell. Oh, no. uh, not both nostrils. I would go from what? right to left or left to right. That's a good right. call. Yeah. One's more clogged than the other one because of our and allergies we have you got to get your nose in there because this solo oh. cup is oh. deep. But, you know, you smell it. And then the first time I went deep. Then <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you look through the sides of it to see the legs. So you can kind of see yeah, the alcohol. It's like a red wine. It's kind of a honey, honey color to yeah. it. I think it's got a kind of a light the brown shit honey. You guys keep talking like this. So, uh, now you just take a little sippy. All right, let's take do a it. Sippy. sippy. Oh, mine tastes like kupu. Wow. some fresh I'm actually getting a little honey. I'm getting a little honey on There's it. There's definitely honey in this. Uh, Trop, I'm getting fruit, more tropical fruit. Floral. Now, let me ask Floral. you. Yes. Yep. Let me ask Floral. you. I have to put you on the spot, but Blake's people, people say, well, I hear, I see some chocolate. I'm going to chase it down with a, with a beer. Let it's definitely floral. I get let me floral ask you. too. Now hold you on. Say it. Hold on, Viper. Let me ask you, like, are people putting actual, like, honey in the bourbon? Uh, or is it the characteristics of... Yeah, so if, if somebody puts honey in a bourbon, it's not a bourbon because you can't not, add anything right. to I'm a just, bourbon. So. I'm just saying, explain uh, to people so we all know. Yes, there's like, actually, there's honey finished casks. Caramel. Right. So, so like somebody will have bourbon in a, in a barrel, they'll remove the bourbon from the barrel, and then they will put a honey in the full barrel, and then they will dump the honey, to put the that taste. bourbon back in, right. and then that's how you get the it's honey. It's still considered taste. bourbon, even if you finish the cask with some other... Additives, right? You can only buy yeah. that yeah. if yeah. you're the, the, in college, right? right? Honey bourbon. Yeah, it's like but they do make like honey Jack bourbon, Daniels which honey. actually has like added. Right, honey that's, that's Tennessee. Jim's Jack Daniels toilet water. Yeah, it's so, amazing. Though. So amazing. what's what's nice about this? Uh, there's there isn't a lot of heat finish to it. I mean, it's just I, real smooth. For it the proof, has a absolutely. little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't taste. That's why I said it's great for a summer day. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. But I thought it, I thought it was unique because it's it's from uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. You can't get it. Who's been to Hawaii besides Josh? Not I. Not me. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Greg, have you been? Nope. Floral honey. All right. So we so this all... is also just one last thing. Blend of corn, rye, and malted barley is the mash bill on it. Mm. Awesome. Wow. Is there a uh, you know father of bourbon like an Adam Smith? For economics, say there is a father of bourbon. That father of bourbon is—I always get the two mixed up, but I believe it's Colonel E. H. Taylor's the father of oh. bourbon, and Elijah Craig was the yeah. preacher, I believe. E. H. T. is the first guy I ever knew. I always thought it was Vladimir. Putin. All the documentaries. There's, there, I see. there's no, there's no real confirmation if he was the true father of bourbon. What's the oldest bourbon? Isn't it Buffalo? E. EHT, which is a Buffalo Trace. They go back and forth. Brown Foreman, uh, which owns 
Old Forrester and Jack Daniels and some other things. Woodford uh, Brown Foreman actually may have been huge. What liquor company? Oh, Mormon. Which no. which uh, Kentucky. which Global. was um, Mr. Brown, Mr. Foreman. They were some of the first. Now, are any of these companies still owned by the families, or are they all large conglomerates at this point? Man, down week. Well, yeah, I mean the big ones. Them. The big ones, you mean? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I, I know yeah, yeah, uh, the, big the beams are I, the beams are still involved. No, I, well, the beams are owned by Suntory, which Who, is a Japanese. Is Mr. Wild Turkey oh, still Suntory? around? <laughs> Jim Turkey. Okay. Oh yes, actually, there you go. The oh, Russell really? family. Uh, the Ruff, the Russell <laughs> yeah. family owns Wild oh, Turkey. Oh, right. Russell, Russell Reserve favorite, owns yes, Wild Turkey. Yes. Yes. The oh, ten year Jack. Right. Is oh, Jack. I do like oh, there is a ten year Russell. Is it Wild Turkey? The, no, the Russell ten years is what you love too. I love the Russell. Who makes that? Yeah. Is that Wild Turkey? That's Wild Turkey. No shit. That's wild Turkey. I'll be That's damned. Wild Turkey. I yeah. love that stuff. George Dickel. I know you don't like George Dickel, but I do. There's a Josh. There's, there's a Dickel to. that I like. Didn't you used to like the blue and orange label? Sure, there's several. <sighs> I tell you what. I thought blue and orange. Blue and orange. I don't know any the labels. Blue. Carson Newman. Arbin. The. Uh, Dickel. That may have been uh, when Dickel first came out with their 13-year bottle and bond, which yeah, that's was it. good, but my palate has changed since then. A lot of yeah. people don't right. like Dickel. I got a question for Josh. This wow. is, we've talked about his favorite changed, bourbons. Josh. We've talked about it's his matured. best scores. I got a question for Josh. What bottle is like in your scopes? Like, What bottle have you not had that you're searching for, you want? It needs to be added to your collection. Pappy, Pappy 15. The 15 you never had? Well, I've never owned it. Never, never owned part it. of my collection. Never had the okay. Yeah. I've had it. It's not awesome. Not the 23? Not the 23? Too much oak, I think, on the 23. I mean, I'd love to have Nobody that bottle. Nobody likes the 23. But, it's, it's more of a conversation piece, the 23. Everybody loves the 15 and under. But this 15 is like what you're, what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, it would be great. I think that's going to be my bottle of choice next year. What's that if, go if for I'm, in the secondary? Just humor our uh, listeners. Three grand. Three grand. Okay. Doesn't cost that much though. It's probably two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, one ninety nine retail. You know, I have to correct myself because I, I, on Good, the father of bourbon, it, yeah. it some it, it is between Elijah Craig or Colonel E. H. Taylor. E. H. Taylor actually was the founder of Bottle and Bond, the concept Bottle and Bond. But yeah. uh, Elijah Craig, who was also a Baptist minister. God bless him. Love yep. those ministers. Yeah, I could, and I got a uh, answer to our Kentucky Derby mint julep. So. Uh, Perfect timing. At the uh, fancier joints uh, for the big benefits before the Derby, um, those mint juleps are Woodford Reserve. Well done, Josh. But the official Kentucky Derby cocktail mint julep is made with Old Forester. Oh, there you go. So right. Delicious. I know somebody's been chomping at the bit, no pun intended. Greg loves answer. all this bourbon, dog. No, I do. And, um, and you know, pretty soon we're going to have to move away from talking about like 15-year-olds on the secondary market. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna have a joke and Craig took it. But uh, if you Epstein's, what's yeah. the most money you would pay for a bottle of bourbon for a fifteen that you could not resell? Ooh, bump bump. Well, I'll tell you right now, I I found what they call a dusty, which oh, is nice. a Might be. Uh, a, a bottle that's been sitting in a basement collecting dust for years, and I found. A uh, Fitzgerald 101. It was uh, 1978. Amazing, amazing, amazing year. pour. Yeah, cracked it open, and I paid a thousand dollars for it. For the pour, we were born that year. No, thousand dollars for the bottle. Oh, you did. Yeah, I found. When it. was this? 
uh, a year ago. Oh wow! But you, cool. but it's open now. I did open it. Yeah, well, I'll be I, open I tomorrow it. before you pay test. So what's unique about it is the original Stitzel Weller. So before Weller sold to Buffalo Trace and Sazerac, Stitzel Weller had their own distillery. Distillery, yeah. And this was the original, basically, Pappy Juice. I'll be honest. When you guys talk about this stuff, it's like Woo! algebra to me. Some, well, you know what I mean. It's good stuff because. Well, you, did you like algebra? Al- no, I'm retarded. I don't. Algebra. Edit algebra. That. Who was your algebra teacher in high school? Couldn't tell you. I was in the learning center. <laughs> All right. Van Dyke. Bertrelor. Let's. Van Gills. Yeah. Uh, so the Mo, Mo Bourbon yeah. Hunter has multiple talents, not just hunting bourbon, but uh, let's talk about your. Uh, your uh, career, let's say, in the. Uh... My, I was going to ask a quick question, John. <laughs> if, if we were to tell one story about you, and we can, you can decide who gets to tell a story. What would the, what would the rating be that you would want the story told? Between G and R. So, Larry, question. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I mean. <laughs> You know what, Blake? What's the next? My topic? question is much PG thirteen. Blake, Blake wave me off. Well, no, I want to hear Chad's question because my no, wife may done. listen to this Blake episode. Wave me off. No, Chad's it's question fine. was yeah, um, going to be cares, long <laughs> answer. Chad, nobody cared. Blake, can you move on? Is my mic on still? It's a hot <laughs> mic. Okay, um, hot mic. So, in we just in, scored. The Blues just scored. How about that? There you go. So, Josh, if somebody wants to, obviously, you're very knowledgeable. Perhaps you can join the network with your own podcast. But if somebody wants to join the organization, what's the organization name, and how do you sign up? Gateway City Whiskey Society. We're on Instagram. You can also follow me on Mo Bourbon Hunter on Instagram. GatewayCityWhiskey.com. We have a website. You can go on there and sign up to go on the waiting list because we are an inclusive group. We want um, serious people only. We, we want serious people. We don't want to get too big. We want to enjoy yep. the community. Yeah. So we got 150 members. And, inclusive um, and diverse. Is Chad, Chad, are you in it? I am. Good for you. I was one of the first 20 to sign up. Does he pay his dues? Yeah. and it, uh, yep, One-time fee, he paid it. He's and good. if you are in Illinois or Missouri, which are two of our top three listening markets, whoop, whoop. go uh, sign up, take a look. If you've got questions, I'm sure there's a contact page on there for all your information. Or but you could DM me on uh, Mo Bourbon Hunter. Yeah, follow Mo Slide Bourbon Hunter on Instagram. And I hear there's several uh, cops that are involved, and they give out... Get out of jail free DWI cards. <laughs> uh, switching topics real quick. We <laughs> are. Oh, yes. It's this time. The new segment that Blake is bringing. With Josh. Over and Blake's got a this or that for you. Yeah. So uh, whenever we have guests on, I like to do a this or that. Um, I was not able to make it bourbon focused. So what I did is I made it St. Louis focused because we haven't done one. If there's one guy that screams St. Louis, it's Josh Hendricks. God, is it ever? Hey, we're all here. We go. We're I'm a Renaissance man. We're go better together for, for doing this together. So, uh, so we're gonna do a, a St. Louis edition of this or that. Chad, hit it. 
These are just short questions. It's one one word answers. <laughs> so hot in here. Oh wow. You know it. St. Louis edition. Here we go. Cardinals or Blues? Cardinals. I think I might know the answer based on a picture I saw today, but Bud Light or Budweiser? Budweiser. All right. John Hammer or Andy Cohen? Who was the first name you said? John Ham. John Ham. Oh, John Ham or like Andy Cohen. Uh, you said Ham. Uh, Andy Cohen. I like Andy Cohen. I all, right, okay. all, right, all right, all right. Andy Cohen or John Goodman? John Goodman. Let's go. All right. All right. Let's move. To the, let's move to some St. Louis food here. We got pork steak or St. Louis style ribs. Pork steak. All right. Toasted ravioli or St. Louis style pizza. T ravs. All right. You going frozen custard or gooey butter cake? Oh man. That is tough. That's, that's wrong. That is, that is wrong. Right in the gut. <laughs> Gooey butter cake. Wow. All right. wow. All right, get rid of one of these three real quick. Uh, Emos, Lion's Choice, or St. Louis Bread Company? St. Louis Bread Company. All right, so we're going, Sold out to Panera. We're going Emos or Lion's Choice. What are you doing? Lion's Choice. All right. You going Vess or Fitz's? Oh, Vess. Is Vess Yeah, I'm saying Vess is... Vess, that's old school. I'll go Fitz's. I didn't know Vess was St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, Vess is I had no idea. Fitz's makes one flavor or two. No, they make a bunch. Okay. I'll be damned. I've never had their grape soda. Yeah, they got it. They make it. They definitely make it. All right. You going Gloria or Country Grammar? Oh. oh man! You were there. I be, yeah. Don't, don't fuck this up. Don't Come you, on. Don't you dare mess this up. You might be this last podcast. Oh man, you guys. Like, one's uh, uh, your one son. Is the other very... one's your adopted like third so, Philadelphia. Yeah, I know. You know. I got. Sorry, Viper. I got to go. Country grammar, yeah, man. That's to. too nostalgic for me in the, Come on, in the college years. That's a Fair good enough. answer. That's Fair the enough. right one. Fair enough. All right, last one. This is uh, the most important for some people. We're going landmarks. We going Arch or we going to the East Side? It's <laughs> <laughs> only one exit away. We'll explain the East Side. East Google the East Side uh, entertainment. When you walk out, are you getting the uh, hot dog or the hamburger? You know what I mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Legendary club on the East Side here in St. Louis. Wait, Schnooks or Deerbergs? Ooh, that's, Ooh, a, good that's a good one, Craig. That's an easy one. Come for me. on, Deerberg's. Good, yeah, good uh, man. Good man. Because of um, bourbon. Because sure. <laughs> Chad dated a, a cousin oh, of the Deerberg. There we go. There we go. Shopping experience. Yeah, feel free to hop in. We all worked there too. We all um, worked there at one point. Deerberg's. I did. Work, did. That was my did. first job. We all job. worked there. Deerberg's did, was yeah. my first job. Yep. Bagger. All right, Josh. Since you're the St. Louis guy, I want you to describe to me these four um, areas, and then. Tell me the the four high schools that are the diff- most different. Okay, so South County, West County, North County, and St. Louis City. What are the differences? There's a lot there. <laughs> what are the different in schools or what? No, I'm just take schools out of it. Like if if he like if you find out someone lives in a certain place, what does it automatically tell you? Okay, so <clears throat> South County. I can say this: I was born and raised in South County, so I am a Hoosier. 
Hell yeah. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, a Hoosier is not someone that's a hillbilly. It's a redneck. It's a yeah. white trash. <laughs> yep, yep. It's all um, three of those things combined. West County, we'll go to West County. That's, uh, I don't know, I mean, okay, just, it's a fluent area. What kind of car are you driving in each one of those places? So, like, South County is probably a Pontiac. Ford Tempo. No. I drove my Ford Tempo all over, all <laughs> over the County, place. South County, son. <laughs> West County is probably driving what kind of car? Toyota 4Runner. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Yeah, there you go. Good the, call. North County. Any car that has uh, templates that are two years expired? Yep. It's uh, got three different colors of paint on it, too. Most Cut, likely purple. Cutlass. Cutlass Supreme. With, there you go. And then downtown. You're driving a car with a broken window, probably. But I'm taking the bus. <laughs> oh, man. man. It's the city. What do you expect? It's, a, Man, it's transit. You know, I don't know what kind of cars they drive because I don't go down there that often. They drive ruts. You, <laughs> you know what? I have not been down, downtown like to even a baseball game in a hot minute. I have no desire to go to downtown. I, I went to Me opening either. day. It was phenomenal. Was it fun? Felt safe. It's I was fine. No, it's always fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never big events, you're fine. If you go to like a random like you know yeah, day yeah. game, you're probably fine. If you go to a night game that's not yep. I did a day sold game out, you might... Just do not keep anything in, of value in your car. And don't go north of Wash Ave. Yes. Yeah, I even going to Wash Ave. Nothing good going on you, downtown. You can't go to Wash Ave anymore. No, you can't. Yeah, so that's an extended version of this or that. Well, wonderful. That was great. Good yeah. job. I like that. Dude, yeah, I like and the too. bourbon, sorry, the whiskey was dialed in. What else we got, Blakey? Blakey. The high so, whiskey, uh, Hawaii if whiskey. We wanna, if we want to get into so it real quick. We want to dive into some fun things. Let's yeah. do it. I had uh, two. Time. I had one question, <laughs> and then I had one listener modified question that will make it booze related since Josh is here. So let's say well, it just makes common sense. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. If you own your own, we'll say liquor store brand bottle. Okay. okay. Uh, what's the name that's going to go on your bourbon bottle Ooh. that you're going to sell? Oh, man, I was I was thinking about this. There's and if you, it, there's it, a lot of good names. And if you're if you're struggling with one, you can give us two. And if if you want me to lead it off, since it's my question, I can go. But Josh, you're the guest, so if you're ready, knock mm-hmm. us out. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Josh, you can keep your zipper closed. <laughs> Sorry, we got excited. Got excited. We all did. And he said he doesn't go from six to midnight. Stop well, I was that. thinking about this. I think you know, there's a couple names maybe that I would probably go for. Okay. First one. Graybeard. Oh, uh, yeah, the Graybeard. Yeah. Graybeard like yep. bourbon. Yep. Maybe. You could have a limited edition. Graybeard's Revenge. Or the Old Graybeard. Oh, that's right. You can go deep. I think it has ball. to be a name, doesn't it? Like Joshua P. Would you oh, have a special edition? We scored again. The Blues are We just are scored up. again. This Woo-hoo! is great. This is great. Hey, team hat trick. Here we go. Blues are up. Three nothing. Josh, would you have a special edition Sorry, called Sorry, Minnesota uh, listeners. A German edition We're big in Minnesota. Eats a Fuchenbach. Two downloads. <laughs> Two downloads in Minnesota. I was also thinking that the Elder. The Elder sounds kind of cool. Well, I like that actually. Cool the best of all three. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Still, you- still keeps with the gray beard theme. And it's... Greg, how about you? Greg, bourbon. <laughs> oh, wait, what's your... Let's go, Greg. Spanish I want to hear about yours. 
El Matador. El Matador. I would do that, but that sounds like a tequila, tequila, you know. I couldn't do it. Tequila's going to be the next one that goes nuts. I heard rum. Like a Malbec. Tequila's hot now. Rum and tequila are probably the next one, but I don't don't think they'll get to the bourbon level. No, I don't. But I think tequila's already moving that way, which I I enjoy tequila these days. Serious Codigo stuff going. I just got a bottle of Battle and Bond. Graybeard rare. <laughs> I like Graybeard. Gregor or Chad? Who Single you, who's barrel. Ready? I mean, if we're keeping on like Josh's Graybeard theme of like the, what's Whatever below the want, belt, dude. I'm going to call mine Longbeard. Ooh, Ooh I like it. Or Stonebridge, which, you know, yeah. Steinbrook German yeah. is German for yeah. Stonebridge. That's so. actually a good call, Greg. If I had Long a gin, beard. I would name it my last name for sure. Would you, Josh? Do you drink gin now? <laughs> Joshua Hendricks. <laughs> Hendricks. <laughs> you guys Hendricks didn't know that was my gin, actually. Yeah, all these is. years. All your vendors knew, too. So long beard. I like it, Greg. Yeah. Thank you. Chad, you ready? Uh, yeah. I mean, if I was going to do a bourbon, it'd probably be called, uh, well, probably. I'm laughing at myself. I mean, I'm on the spot here. Nope. You had the question I'd before. I'd say. I'd say uh, it'd be called uh, El Vipero. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> Shady River. fucking tequila. El Vipero? Is that yeah. tequila? No. Why don't El you just Vipero. call it Desert Storm? El Vipero. <laughs> I was going to call it Desert Storm. <laughs> Marty yeah, Maroney. Let's call it, call it Marty Pony. <laughs> Pony. Pony. Pony up. That's it. Forgot about Marty Maroney. God, you had Maroney. me giggling. Gosh, I love you guys. Yeah. Pony Maroney is going to be called. Oh, I like that. Okay. Brett, what would you call your precious? Big black dick. What? <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a seasoning. I went to the Cayman uh, Islands, and there is a big black dick-like seasoning, like seasoning, seasoning called Big yeah. Black Dick. Yeah, I know. And so I I'm going to call my bourbon that. I was a model of that. Well, Come I will on. never put that in my mouth. It's going to so. be a little Caribbean, actually. Oh, you've already eaten it. It's been on your ribs. Okay, I'm kidding. It's, it's small white cock. Rum cask. Okay. That's nice of you to name it after. <laughs> All right. See, I'm the naughty one on this podcast. No one went with Bob. Bob's oh. bourbon. I thought I maybe the Bob's bourbon. What? I haven't gone yet. Oh. All right. If you took wow. that Wow. Shoot. He will right? never forgive you. He will never forgive you. <sighs> Bob's. By the way, you, you can edit me out if, on that one if you want. Uh, don't worry. We're not. Good. All right. So I went with, uh, I was going for, uh, I was clout chasing on Buffalo Trace for people that get con- confused. So. My runner-up was Bison Trail. <laughs> <laughs> total Wine will totally promote that. Yeah. Yes, they will. They Dude, would promote they it. Would make so Bison Trail. Bison Trail. It's four dollars cheaper. People yeah. find it. You Bison can say Trail. Total. That's actually genius. Yeah, I, I like it. It's then, so genius. It's way better than Big Black. Same Dick. type of glass bottle. <laughs> Just a di- the the buffalo faces a different way. Bison Trail? Seriously, Are you the, the me? buffalo faces right, left right. versus right. We're starting right. a new company called Bison I Trail Bourbon Company. That was my joke one. No, that's no, I love it. Josh just said you would make a killing. I, one. I love it. Now, All right, just get Congress not to be so short-sighted. <laughs> yeah, this is so amazing. We may have to edit that uh, Bison Never. Trail, and I then uh, for my higher end <laughs> brand, it's called Ezekiel Thorn. <laughs> oh, nice. Late breaking news, Ezekiel Thorne is now gone IPO. <laughs> Get in now while you can. Blake, you're 
you're a bourbon like connoisseur of names. Convention. Seriously, that's a really I have good. a real question. Those though. are two great names. Why do you not work for marketing? If we're doing marketing, you Ooh. should market one just for the, the reservations and do the Bison Trail of Tears. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a, a Bison Trail of Tears edition. I mean, wow. I'm they can't even process alcohol. So, oh, man. so what you do is you take an old name like Elijah Craig. <laughs> of course. And you come up with another old name like Ezekiel Thorne. So it's got <laughs> Ezekiel, and then you got four roses. Four roses have thorns. Blake's revealing all his marketing secrets. You take, you take Victoria. Craig take Elijah. And then you're like, we'll just call it. Yeah, I just call it Labity. Secrets are Victoria. Yeah. I like Ezekiel Thorne. And, and everyone's like, holy shit, Zeke Rare's out. <laughs> you know? Well, mine's called... Uh, devil's jealous. <laughs> EHT is like yeah. instead of angels Thorn. envy. Smoking out in the tunnel. Uh, yeah. Yes, we have. God, I love those. Well, Blake wins that one. That was really good. Wow, awesome. those were good, Blake. Nice Thanks. job. Yeah, it's almost like you have more time to think I'm looking about for it. a marketing guy. Yeah, hidden secrets and a sales guy. Oh wait, that's, that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> hidden Valley Ranch. It's hidden secrets yeah. ranch. Yeah. <laughs> We just hit up like uh, Aldi's and just absolutely, dominate. absolutely. Uh, we'll Jimmy knows it. mornings. We'll crush Josh it. knows Jimmy a guy. Mornings. Let's let's uh, copyright, copyright, copyright. It's ours now. Bison Trail. I fucking love that. All right. Uh, question number two is actually <laughs> uh, for the listener questions that came in this week. We're going to push them in next week because it'll fit the format better. So just for you people out there that sent uh, the questionnaire. So I'm going to take a modified. There was a um, a golf question in there, but I'm going to modify it for our booze related topics and. Uh, Let's say you uh, are a sponsorship, and it'll be prime sponsorship on your PGA Tour bag. What liquor brand are you going with on your tour bag? Oh, I know. Man. If you're a PGA Tour player, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, I took a, a modified listener question and just turned into a, a booze question since we're yeah. talking bourbon tonight. So it'll I think be it was your, a girl, too. So what what booze brand do you want on your bag? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know what I want. So if you if you know what you want, go ahead. I want Ezekiel Thorne. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Goddamn, followed up by Bison Trail. 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 Bison Trail. On yeah. my hat. Yeah, that's our $24 bottle. Mm-hmm. I mean. They called Ezekiel. Ezekiel. <laughs> on my bag. That's, 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 that's tough. That's boldish. I'm going to go uh, back. I'm going to go back to the old B to the E. Because, I mean, Bud, I love, oh, yeah. Buddies. Ooh, yeah. Buddies, People don't know what that man, is probably, buddies. but buddies so were, were. Back in the day when you pups couldn't enjoy this, but uh, that are listening, but uh, we used to be able to mix booze with energy drinks. By the way, if they brought that back last year it or two years ago, they would have crushed, crushed it. it. They fucked up not bringing it back. Like, crushed it. It was amazing. It was a great product. Blake and I would be in Phoenix, and we saw them at a gas station in Scottsdale, and we bought the whole rack of, of yeah, them I out did of the too. cooler. Do you remember your wedding? Oh, I yeah. bought the whole rack at your yeah. wedding. Well, I think they stopped doing it because it was a, some of a legal thing. Oh, yeah, I, th- like I think you, you're right. You would, you would feel drunk, but you would. You, it, yeah, it was, it was like, like it was like Red Bull and beer. Stuff, Remember those uh, uh, something locos? Four locos. Four locos. Those, I think those were when I was almost in college. Actually, yeah, those got pulled too because they had. Uh, oh man! But if Buddy could have re- remodified it and remarketed it, they would have made killing on those. Yeah, uh, and Buddy I, was only like. Four eight. It wasn't no, like but it was. It gave you the energy. It gives you like the 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 rock star monster. It would make you think exist. you can keep on drinking until when the caffeine Thank wears you. off and you have thirteen Thank of them you. in you. It's basically a Red Bull and a yeah, yeah. and a Bud Light. Ben Stanfield. I mean, we drank those things like we would water. go I mean, on ice. On ice. Yeah. We loved it. Ben Stanfield. Oh, we always man, make buddies, sure he has plenty of stock. 
down at the old Barcelona, Barcelona. and we crush it. You could literally, it's like if you poured a Bud Light with yep. a Red Bull and then put like a half ounce of vodka in there. Like, that's what it is. This you, is sad. I really did that for a long time. When they, they got rid of it, I'd say sugar-free Red Bull, Bud Select. Bud Select. And I, they're Bud, like, Bull. What? Bud Bull. What? I'm like, and I want a yeah. glass with ice. They're like, are you oh. serious? Whatever I happened to like, You need to talk to your neighbor and be like, hey, man, do you remember this? Have you ever asked him about that? You're going to meet him because guess what? He's next week's guest. Nice. Like vodka Red Bull. Like you don't hear anyone ordering that anymore. He's nope. Got a, he's got a Andrew Bush rep in his neighborhood. Viper, what do you got? Go on your golf bag. You know, bag. I was thinking about that. There aren't any uh, bourbon well, or whiskeys on golf bags. So right I was going to uh, chime in real quick. So Jason uh, Kokorek is actually one of his main sponsors on his bag and his shirt is Eagle Rare. Oh really? Yeah, that it guy. is very nice. Yeah. Shirts are amazing looking. A lot of lot of uh, professional golfers are avid bourbon collectors, though. I sent you guys a couple, you know, this last week. Oh yeah, Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker, uh, Ricky Fowler. More, Ricky Jimmy Walker bit, sounds like a bourbon. They're more than bourbon collectors. Those guys are like yeah. actually. Uh, Ricky Fowler has a connection to he Gateway City Whiskey Society, and he's got some of our picks in his uh, collection. Nice. Shut up! Yep. Yep. You guys have officially landed on the moon. We have. So, Ricky Fowler, Arch City. It'd be very easy to say Buffalo Trace, but um, Joe Rogan already has him as a sponsor. Really, Rogan has Buffalo Trace as a sponsor. You know what? I think uh, the guys not over, on his golf bag though. You're right. The guys over at Starlight are amazing. Good family-owned Huber Winery. They started their own distillery. Um, they're boys are running the distillery as master distiller and ted huber good people over there i'd love to be sponsored by starlight there you go good nice. shout out you might get them a Great sponsor for on. us you Great. never know on the old cast yeah we'll do a we'll do a starlight promo promo code um what's the name of your company again promo gateway city whiskey society yeah, yeah you're gonna so mention long. that and then the uh promo code is uh flyover and you'll get 15 percent off your next purchase <laughs> they'd probably let you do a flyover bourbon barrel pick oh, can you imagine it. that I, bet, I mean yep. we're getting ready to start doing some social and some video so um yeah so chad's going buddy josh going starlight brett have you gone no who you, who's your sponsor yeah. or greg whoever wants to go next Ezekiel thorn oh that's right Ezekiel that's right shout out starlight if they want to run with it it's Copyrighted, but they can work with me. Craig, what do you got working on? Um, well, I've put probably all the CEOs' kids through college, so I'm going to go with Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good call. That's fucking true. I, was, I thought it may be the old Greg Schlager. Oh, yeah, Greg Schlager. Schlager. Grog the Schlager. We've all had it. And then, yeah, you... Uh, you sold a lot of gold Schlager for people, and then oh. you also sold a lot of Rumpelmintios yes, for a lot Rumpelmintios. A lot yeah. of water and rubble mints. Uh, no. Rubble mints for you, water for everybody else. Water for yeah. you, rubble mints for everybody I else. I sold a lot of um, cleaning supplies um, by giving everyone shots of rubble mints because they would vomit uh, when they got home. Oh, man. True story. Yeah, I believe it. Um, so that's it. I don't know. Uh, I'll be boring. Probably just throw Tito's on there just because my bag's orange. You know, shout out. Hey, does Tito, Tito's has one of the best-looking logos and color schemes in the game. Uh, yeah. I'm going to talk about marketing. It's I'm not going to fight you on that. And yeah. it's gluten-free, just like Blake. And they won a U.S. award, whatever, that set them on fire. Dog-friendly. Yeah. Boys, 4-0, Blues. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, wow. Minnesota fans. Blue notes are on yeah, fire. With Ooh. that, we're going to close it out. We want to thank the Missouri Bourbon Hunter 
for joining us. And if they want to find you and real quick, Mo Bourbon Hunter on Instagram. It was great to be here, guys. Thanks. Listen, I appreciate buddy. it. We love Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for joining us, bud. We have your own tune to close us out. We love you. Can't wait to have you back. I love what you guys are doing. Nothing but the best, y'all. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Brett, give me a little... Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Thank you, Viper. Thank you. Thank you.